Hey, and welcome back to Steph Into My Life. My name is Steph, and in this podcast, we will be talking about everything from faith, relationships, and just the truth about being in your 20s, because I don't know about y'all, but nobody prepared me for this. So turn your volumes up and turn your guards down, and let's step into my life. Hello guys and welcome back to a, another episode of Steph Into My Life. I am Steph and let's just go ahead and get this thing cracking today. Happy Friday to everybody. If you were able to see the light of day, that is a blessing in itself, believe it or not, because so many people didn't even make it to the end of the week. So let's just, you know, take this moment to thank God that here we are and you know we're doing the doing things you feel me (laughs) um today I actually just want to well before I even get started I just want to say and I feel like I say this in almost every episode but from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for the support I love I don't think y'all understand it's been I've been getting them more consistently but um I, I'm getting messages about like the episodes and how you guys can relate to it and how, um, <clears throat> excuse me, how some of you guys are going through the exact same things. And it's just so crazy to think that I'm spilling my truth. I'm being very transparent and it almost gives me a sense of ease to know that someone else can relate and to know that someone else completely understands where I'm coming from because sometimes I feel like I talk to people and I can vent to them, but they just don't understand. And it's like, it's different whenever you can like truly relate to someone because when you say I understand sis, like I, you understand. So Thank you for all the messages that I get from y'all, whether it be in the DMs, text messages, whatever. I love those. Like, those motivate me. I was not going to record today, but I'm like, you know what? I have been getting so much love and so much support. Let me not, let me not be lazy now, you know? Like, just when things are starting to pick up, this is a time for me to just keep going and keep going strong. So, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Um, so today we're going to be talking about something that has been on my mind lately, and it is dating older guys, okay? And, you know, since this is my diary, as of today, I am single. (laughs) And I love it. I love being single. I love focusing on myself and my faith and work and just everything. You know, some days get a little tough just for the mere fact that I've always wanted a personal friend. I feel like I've never had like, I feel like I've never had a best friend, if that makes sense. Like I've never had someone who was just mine, you know? I have a lot of best friends, but I don't know if I even want to use that word. I have a lot of super, super, super amazing friends and sisters, but I feel like I've never had like a personal friend and um I say that to say I remember I used to hang out with um uh this this group of friends and the two of them were like BFF. So every time I hung out with them it was I was just bound to be third wheel and they were just you know they they were just each other's personal people and um 
I feel like I just never had that, you know? And so for me, whenever I think about getting into into a relationship, it's for that mere fact, like to have a personal friend, to have a partner, to have someone who I can claim is all mine. And, you know, so I feel like that's where that stems from. And I actually was reading an article once that talked about how female friendships really do play a role in your um, more intimate relationships. And I remember kind of looking at that and I was just like, mm, okay. But now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like, I mean, if I had a personal friend, I feel like I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't fiend so much sometimes for a relationship because I would have my person, you know? Um, but anyways, <laughs> Like I said, I'm single, you know, not ready to mingle. I'm ready to get a degree, but I'm not ready to mingle, baby. I am living this life. But (laughs) I do, you know, flirt around or whatever. I will say I'm kind of like casual dating. I'm not taking anybody serious because, you know, they don't want to be serious. So why should I take you serious, you know? But um, most of the guys that I'm into are older than me. And I feel like it's because as we know, as ladies, it takes a long time for boys to mature. Like it takes forever. Just because you're dating a 30 year old doesn't even mean he is on a 30 year old mentality. Dating a 30 year old in this generation is like dating a 23, 23 year old. So if you date a 23 year old, you're dating a 12 year old. (laughs) So that's why I like strive for an older age because the maturity level it's not because oh he's older no 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 it's because your maturity level is where it should have been at my age you know but um I don't know something I don't know if it's just my luck but y'all know what I really don't enjoy and it just I was talking to this guy the other day and Ladies, I know y'all have heard this. I know y'all have heard this. But don't y'all just love the dudes who talk about how they could have been a pro athlete? How they could have been in the NFL? How they just could have been in the NBA? Oh, I was so close. I was so good back in the day. But then I got injured. Oh, the injuries. Oh, my gosh. These prof- these supposed to be quote unquote professional athletes and their injuries. What's the injury? Because you look perfectly fine to me. What was the injury that took you out the game so bad? <laughs> and so I mean that I feel like I hear that so much. Let me just let me say something. If you hadn't heard it before, if you were supposed to be in the NFL, you would have been in the NFL. Like the NFL, people who are in the NFL are not saying that they should they should have been or could have been in the NFL. They're in the NFL. So as a 30-year-old man, I need you to let that dream go. Like it's just, and I'm not even someone to be pessimistic and someone to shut people down, but let it go. <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you. And I just, I feel like that's just been the trend lately at least with this one older person that I'm dating, he just loves mentioning how he could have been a pro athlete. And I'd be sitting there like, but you're not. Like, 
I'm so sorry to break it to you. You're not a professional athlete. So what do you want to do today? Like, what do you want to do tomorrow that's going to better your future? That's a good goal for you. Like, you're going to have to let that dream go, baby, because the NFL is still NFLing and you're not a part of it. You know, I'm so sorry to break it to you. And I feel like, you know, we need to start being honest with our friends. I feel like that's what happened whenever these guys talk about their dreams and, oh, I could have made it. And I, we just need to just start letting our friends know that those days are gone. But there's better days to come. Come on now. There's better days to come. So go ahead and let that NBA dream go and just watch the NBA. Enjoy it and be happy for the people who made it because you did not. And that's okay. But what's not okay is you cannot be telling me all the things that you could have been because I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry to break it to you, but it's just such a turnoff for me as a female dating an older man. You telling me all the things you could have been because in my head, where I'm at, where I'm striving to be with my hustle mentality, that's not cute to me. I don't want to hear what you could have been. I want to hear what you want to be. What do you want to do now? What do you want to do tomorrow or in the future? Stop talking about the past. And like I said, I feel like that's just been a trend that I've been seeing in older guys. And it's so annoying because I don't want to hear that. I don't care. I don't care. But um, yeah, it, they always love to mention this injury. For now, on, I'm just going to be like, what, what was the injury? What was the injury? Like... <laughs> Because if you tell me a concussion or a sprain or a fracture, don't ever speak to me again. Because you have NFL players who have crazy injuries who are still going. So what what really stopped you? Just be honest with yourself. You weren't good enough. And that's okay. That is okay because God, God is a good God. And just because you weren't good enough for the NFL doesn't mean you're not good enough for that business or or that book that you want to write or that show that you want to produce. You know, don't just put all your eggs in one basket. If you didn't make it to something like that, then you just didn't make it. I used to run track and every time I tell people that they get so excited. But then I'm always like, wait, 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 before you get excited I was running track because my friends were running track. I was not good. I was just running to run. So it's like we just got to be honest with ourselves. I could easily go up to people and be like, oh, yeah, I ran track. I ran track. I could. But I know. I know. I could have not. I would have not. I don't even think I got off. You know what? We're not going to get into that because I was about to make myself sad. But shout out to my high school because. (laughs) Anyways, so I, I was just thinking about that, how it's there's nothing more annoying than an older man talking about his past life and what he could have done because as a younger woman you're just like okay like we can't go back in time baby so what are we gonna do now you know I I simply don't care I I simply don't it's really that simple (laughs) it's just really that simple um Another thing is with dating older guys is if you, as an older man, I need you to act your age. Like, I know earlier I just talked about the whole maturity level and, you know, how their maturity level comes later on in life because it takes guys longer to mature. I think it's so annoying, though, as a 30-year-old, a 40-year-old, you're still acting mad childish. Like, 
this is about to be the most hypocritical hypocritical thing you will probably ever hear me say. I'm tired of seeing older men in the club. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Those that, and I'm not saying when you get older, you're not allowed to have fun and blah, blah, blah. I simply am just so tired of seeing older men in the club. What are you doing? Like, and before, as a young, naive little thing, I used to be like, oh my God, like sugar daddy this, sugar daddy that. But it's just like, now that I'm starting to come to my senses, that's just such a turn off. Why are you a 50-year-old man in this club? Like, the age range here is like 20 to 30s. And even that is location. Like, what? I'm I'm tired of seeing older men in the club. It's really starting to get really pedophilia to me. Like, (laughs) am I tripping? I must be. I might be the only person who thinks this because I like to overthink. But... I, I like to overthink, but I also expect the best in people and I want the best in people. So when I see you as an older man in the club picking on all these young females and stuff now, because like I said, my mentality has changed. It's just like you weird mother, like you weird individual. What are you doing here? Go, go do, go do Forex. Like go, go do something. Like what are you doing here? And don't get me wrong. There is no age limit to the club. Like you can have a great time and y'all can go out and I'm cuz I'm pretty sure when I get older, you know, maybe my friends are going to have like a, you know, blast in the past night and we go out to the club, we have a good time. That's great. But let's be honest, ladies, we see the same type of dudes in the club and we know that they they freaking sleep there and that's what I'm tired of seeing I'm not saying like oh okay you go out every now and then and you just enjoy life because life is meant to be enjoyed I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the same type of older men that always seem to be there and you're just like I should not be seeing you this often like I said this is gonna be the most hypocritical thing I've ever I'm ever gonna say but it's just like my standard for men and my standards for women are both extremely high. And I see more older men in the club than older women in the club. And it's just like, and when I say older, I'm talking like 50, 60. Like, I mean, I'm I'm stretching it out. I'm not talking like 30, 40. You know, you're still young those ages. But I mean like late 50s, getting into your 60s. Like, there is no reason why I should be meeting a 65-year-old man in the club. I'm so sorry. Like, there is no reason why you've seen almost three to five civil wars and you're in this club. I, I'm i sorry. I didn't want to say it, but I just have to say it. I'm here to say the things that we've all been thinking. Like, you're, you are a grandpa. You have, grand, you have great-grandchildren. What are you doing here? <laughs> like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. And it'd be so late at night, too. It'd be the after hours. I'd be like, do you have nothing to do? And like I said, like I said, this is very, this is probably very double standard and this is probably my mentality today. It might change tomorrow, so don't hold me to this. But I just feel like as an older man, I think it's just sexier when you're using your time wisely, if that makes sense. It's just, it's more of a turn on. It's more attractive when you, when I see that, okay, you're a man who knows how to use your time wisely, you know, um, you know how to spend your money, you know how to invest your money. If you're clubbing, it's because you're clubbing in freaking Spain or 
freaking Dubai, you know, you're traveling, you're living life like that. But if you, you know what, let me stop because (laughs) let me just stop there (laughs) because I just, I can't, but that's my rant on older men and how I feel about them. And like I said, you guys, I used to, yeah, yeah, if if you understand, you understand. If you know, you know. I used to be a different person, but now as like my perspective of life has changed and just like my standard and human beings have changed, it's just like uh uh uh-uh. <laughs> it's just it's a no for me. It's a no for me. Yes, well and then my thing is it's a no for me. But if you are an older man in the club and you want to buy bottles and drinks and spend your money like that, who am I to tell you how to spend your money? Okay, if you want to go ahead and buy us a bottle, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I will keep my shit talking in my head. But just know this is how I'm really feeling. But I will never, I will never stop anybody from spending their money how they want to spend their money. (laughs) Because... Yeah, but that's that's just how I feel. That's how I feel about older men. How do y'all feel about older men? Because, baby, it's giving very much broke grandpa, and I'm I'm not liking it. <laughs> I'm not liking it. <laughs> okay, you guys. So, um, this week's verse, we are going to be going into. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 and it says so be strong and courageous do not be afraid and do not panic before them for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you he will neither fail you nor abandon you this um this verse right here is I mean I might as well just get it tattooed on my forehead like I might as well get get it tattooed on my forehead because it just reminds us that no matter what it is that we're going through, the word, God's word, tells us to be strong and courageous. And sometimes in life, it's not easy to be the strong person or the courageous person. Sometimes you'd rather just be weak and just be like, you know what, God, I can't. But God is telling you, you can. And the word continues and it says that he will go before you. That is the part that gets me every single time because whenever you get into a new job or a new opportunity or just a new school, it's scary. It's really scary to think like I'm walking alone. I'm going to do this by myself. But God has already walked into that thing before you did, before you even imagined it. He has already prepared the way for you. And all you have to do is learn to trust him. It's almost like, you know, whenever you're a little kid and you're afraid to go to school and then your mom or dad they kind of hold your hand but they walk in front of you showing like if I'm walking in front of you if I'm coming into this building I'm showing you that it's safe for you I have scouted out the area I have seen what it looks like and I'm I'm walking before you to show you that you can also continue to follow behind me and walk into this place because this place is prepared for you you're going to be okay and that's how it is with God God will step in front of a situation for you God will step in 
into that new job for you. In fact, God will step into the interview before you do. God will God will soften the hearts of the people who interview you or whatever school. Like God is that type of God. He is going to go before you no matter what it is you go through. It might be hard. It might be difficult. It might be so scary, but we can find comfort in the fact that God has already been there. And if God, our God has been there, there's nothing, there is nothing, no man, no weapon, no nothing that can stop us from being great and stop us from being strong and courageous. Yes, times are going to be hard. It's going to be scary. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. But just know that God will prepare the way for you. He has already, he has already walked before you into whatever it is that you're getting into and the word goes on to say that he will not fail you nor abandon you i don't know how many times i have told god god you better stop stop abandoning me because i'm tired i'm sick and i'm tired but then i had to realize god has never abandoned me nor has he ever failed me every day i wake up with breath in my lungs and my heart is beating and i can see and i can feel and i can love and i can hate god has never ever ever abandoned me there may have been things that i have been rejected from or things that i have failed but that doesn't mean that god failed me just because in the worldly perspective on earth it looks like that i I've failed this certain things that doesn't mean that God has failed me sometimes the things that we fail or the things that we get rejected from is God's protection for us sometimes the world's no is God's yes sometimes the world's yes is God's no don't ever put all your trust in the world and oh my gosh this is happening because God God is so good he's not gonna fail you you know and sometimes it may seem like that sometimes you're just like God where are you why have you forsaken me but he has not forsaken you his plan and his vision for your life is so much more better than any of us could really ever imagine and you know like I said this verse has just really done it for me this week because <laughs> it's just it's just been one of those it's been one of those weeks honestly it's just been one of those years actually and this verse just reminds me that no matter what it is that I am going through not only will God go before me and prepare the way but even in the midst of the fire in the midst of the tribulations in the midst of the battle God will not fail me he will be right there with me he will be right there holding my hand even if it's hard even if it's scary God will be right there he will never ever ever give us anything that we cannot handle and I know sometimes you're just like God I'm not built for this like I'm not this I've never experienced this type of trauma in my life I've never experienced this type of you know this issue in my life I've never been through this battle before God I I trust you God but please know that I am not built for this but you have to understand that God knows our strength more than we know our strength it's just like working out you know you might start off week one lifting 10 and by week five you're you're lifting 50 that's how it is with our faith eventually we get stronger and stronger and stronger but the only way to increase the strength is by pushing and going and increasing the weight and increasing the pain sometimes and increasing the battle sometimes, you know, and 
just know that whenever you're going through a battle or just something tough in your life, you can handle it. God is right there. And in the midst of it, if you just keep reminding yourself, God will not fail me. God will not fail me. God will not fail me. No, it's not going to be easier, but at least you know I'm going to get through this because I can do all things. I can do all things through him and he will not fail me and he will not abandon me. Okay, y'all, so it is time for girl chat. Um, Whenever the season is over, I'm really going to take the time to figure out what we're going to call girl chat because girl chat is so basic and we're not basic over here, I hate to tell you. But today's girl chat is coming from an article from Madame Noir. And the article title is Tennessee wife said husband of 18 years cleaned out their home and left her while she was on a business trip. If you're screaming in your head, sis, so am I. But let's just keep going. Let's keep reading. It says a Tennessee wife came home from a work trip and found that her husband left and took almost everything in their apartment with him. Porsche Roseman went viral TikTok after she uploaded a video of her showing her almost empty home. Roseman told the Shade Room that before she had left to New Orleans for a business trip, she and her husband seemed fine. Rosman said that the last sign of trouble in paradise was when her husband didn't agree with her becoming an entrepreneur. Rosman wanting to be her own boss led her husband giving her an ultimatum and told her she had to pick him or move out and pursue her dreams. Oh, guys. Um, first of all, there's just so many things wrong with this story. There's just so many things. I don't even know where to start, but let's just start with the fact that you come home to your husband of 18 years and he done cleaned out all his stuff and is missing in action. I read some of the um, article earlier today and it was saying how she had called the husband's uh, mom, which was her mother-in-law, because her mother had passed. So, you know, she's thinking her mother-in-law has been a great mother figure in her life. And her mother-in-law told her that she was just mad because he beat her to the chase. I said, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I what he beat her to the chase as a and let me just because this story just has my whole mind fumbled first let's just start from let's let's start from childhood as a mother how could you condone how I understand taking your family side, family over everything, blood is thicker than water. I get it. I 100% get it. But I also understand how to be a freaking human being. How could you tell another woman that she's upset because a man beat her to the chase? First of all, the way he went about doing what he did was extremely disrespectful and extremely wrong, especially 
especially after 18 years of marriage. As a mother, how could you condone your son to do that? I understand you want to defend your son and blah, 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 blah. You could have defended him in another way, but you allowed your son to blatantly disrespect her and you went and continued to disrespect her after 18 years of marriage we're not talking baby mama drama we're not talking about oh they got married in vegas no we're talking about an actual commitment an actual freaking partnership that you had for 18 years do you know what can happen in 18 years and you come home and then your husband has what would y'all do what would y'all do let me as God is my witness let me just be the first one to tell y'all and you know CIA FBI I'm making my confession now if I ever were to come home in the future after being after being married to my partner for over 18 years and he picked he packed up all his stuff and left good luck finding me and good luck finding him that's all I have to say I'm gonna leave it at that I'm going to leave it at that. Good luck finding the both of us because I know what I'm going to do. I know what I have to do. I know what I have to do. Because what? What? What would y'all do? I'm like, like, what? <laughs> this is bad. I'm, it takes a lot for me to be speechless, but it's just because I feel for her. And then he's going to... Their arguments stem from him being upset because she wanted to fulfill her dreams as an entrepreneur and said, you either pick me in this marriage or you pick your life's goals and dreams. What? What are y'all picking? If your husband told you, you can either pick me or you could pick your goals. What are you going to (laughs) choose? Y'all want to know, I'm laughing, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised if it was a 50-50. I feel like there are some women who value the concept of marriage and they value just, you know, the overall idea of marriage and being committed to someone and they believe in for better or worse and sickness and health and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that I don't, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying that there are some women who will put their life on the line for their husband meaning that they would choose their husband and not their dreams if that was the ultimatum so I'm laughing but that's like actually a serious thing I believe it in my heart I've seen it but my own eyes I've heard of stories where women really do choose their husbands over themselves over their goals over their dreams over their kids I see it I see it a lot so I'm laughing but it's actually not funny (laughs) okay sorry (laughs) it's not funny um so what would y'all choose? Would you choose your husband? Are you are you that wife? Or would you choose your career? Are you that woman? It's are you gonna be the wife or are you gonna be the woman? Whew. I personally I personally feel like I'm gonna be the woman and I'm gonna choose my career and this is why. If I am in a relationship with someone who gives me an ultimatum, that is already a red flag. That is already telling of where our next few years are going to go. Because for someone to be so comfortable to tell you that you have to choose me or something that you've always wanted to do, 
Because if I die and you don't do that dream, that dream's going to be gone. You know, that's, you know, if someone were to tell me that and I were to be like, okay, husband, I choose you. You know how much power that gives that man? And I'm not even sitting here to be like, oh, womanism, we need to be the most powerful. I'm not saying that. But do you understand how much that is so toxic? That is why I would choose my career. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have chosen my career if we would have had a real conversation and we talked about, okay, well, I can't do this because I can't do the move and it's just not going to work for our marriage and blah, 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 blah. That's when maybe, just maybe, we find a compromise and we decide, okay, you know what? I do have to choose you because this job is just not going to work for our marriage. But for you to sit here and tell me that it's A or B and A is my goal and B is you, honey, I'm choosing A. I'm choosing A because I mean am I tripping am I wrong for thinking this am I wrong for thinking this I just feel like nobody a man a woman a friend a sister a brother a mom like nobody should ever put you in a situation where they're saying you have to choose me or your life's goal Because like I said earlier, if your husband, God forbid, if your husband were to die and he gave you that ultimatum and now you're grieving over his death, when you're done grieving, you're going to be resenting because all you're going to be thinking about is, wow, I really could have. And it's not even saying like, no, yeah, you're going to be resenting. You're going to be like, wow, I really could have chosen this life for myself because I feel like when are we going to learn that this life is yours? This life is completely yours. And I'm not married, so I totally understand that there is a whole different married perspective from this, but I am a human being, and I am a woman, and I am a woman of standard, (laughs) and I just truly feel like you shouldn't be in a relationship where someone is going to make that kind of ultimatum and, and really mean it because she chose a career and she came back and this N-word was gone. Like, what? Like, excuse me, sir? And like I said, if I were, if I was in a marriage and we would have had this conversation and we, you know, decided that the job just couldn't work for our marriage, whatever, we talked it out. And it wouldn't be that I was choosing my husband over my career. It would be that I was choosing my marriage over my career. And that's a big, big difference. And... I also feel like it's very telling of a man, and now I'm going to be speaking from a woman's perspective, it's very telling of a man to be so insecure to the fact that he's not going to allow his woman, his wife, to go and make some bread and go be in her bag. Like, how how could you be that insecure as a man that you would leave a marriage of 18 years because your wife was to go off and be better for herself? And do you understand if she's better for herself, she could be better for you? Do you not get that? Does that not click in your head? So once again, I would choose a career because not only are you a toxic husband, but you're an insecure husband. You are very, very insecure to the fact that you literally told this woman that she would have to choose you. What are you offering her? Like, what are you offering her? Please, let's, I really wish we had more context to the story because what is so good about you? 
What is so good about you that she has to pick you over her career? Like, and it and like I said, it would be one thing if this conversation was completely different. If it wasn't an ultimatum and it was a legitimate conversation and we really talked it out and, you know, we did the pros and the cons list together, but it wasn't an ultimatum, then that would make the story completely different. It would make it so completely different and... Yeah, it would just make the story completely different. But it's the fact that he literally gave her an ultimatum. Like, we're dealing with two different things. We're dealing with a man who had the balls to leave someone after 18 years, leave his wife after 18 years. And then we're also talking about a man who gave an ultimatum to his wife to choose her career or him. Then we're talking about a man who clearly was raised by another woman how to disrespect women so not only like this is three different stories in one I don't even know which one to be mad at it's like I'm mad that he left her after 18 years but then I'm mad that you're a toxic man and giving her ultimatum and I'm mad at your mama so it's just like (laughs) I'm just mad like if I'm mad I can only I can only imagine the hurt that she is going through because that is so scary that and and like I said, this story is what it is because of all the parts that played. But let's say that because something that she did say in the article is that everything was fine. Like the only argument that they had was a little thing about the entrepreneurship, but everything was fine. So imagine you guys, girls, please imagine if you were with your husband for 20 years and everything was fine, and you came back from a business trip, and this N-word was gone. Once again, good luck finding me, and good luck finding him. Because you have me so entirely... You have me so entirely bent, it's not even funny. Like, bent backwards. I'm talking, like, what? After I, this will turn into a Tyler Perry movie so quick. Like this will turn into a Tyler Perry movie so quick. I mean, shock you in the bathtub type of Tyler Perry movie. I mean, throwing hot oil type of Tyler Perry movie. Do you understand me? Because how can you so blatantly take away so much of my life and disrespect me like that how how could you when you put that ring on my finger and i put that ring on your finger and we said for better or worse and we said i do we said that not in front of our friends and our family but we said that in front of the lord do you understand that the lord blessed this covenant are you just gonna turn around and leave me after 18 plus years do you understand the part the yeah just know just know that whoever this individual is, because I'm not even going to call him a man, whoever this little boy is that did this to this woman, you just better look out. <laughs> like, I'm just, how am I sending threats to somebody that I don't know? No, but you just better watch out because y'all talk about karma, but let me tell you about God. And let me tell you what happens when you mess with his, okay? Because... You have another thing coming for you. And the mom, can you imagine going to a 
confiding in an older woman that you saw as a mother figure, as a mentor, you know, confiding in them and they slap you in the face with the words, he beat you to the chase, that's why you're mad. What? What in the actual, like, what? Are you kidding? That's just like, it's like she, bro, this has got to be the worst story I've heard. What are y'all's thoughts? Because I can just go on and on about this, but I'm just so speechless. So I really can't even continue this podcast because I'm just going to keep saying, wow, (laughs) because wow. What do y'all think? What would you do? Like, what is going through your mind as as we talk about this? Because this is so crazy. I personally, like I said, FBI, CIA, whoever, just good luck finding me and him. That's all I have to say. What do y'all have to say about this? Because this is crazy. Like, what? Oh my God. God bless her. Let's pray for her. We're going to pray for her, okay? I just want everybody to... You know, think about her and your prayers tonight and this weekend when you with your boo, go ahead and give him the side eye and let him know that you are not the one nor the two. Okay, great idea. Wrong person. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Okay, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Step Into My Life. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you were able to get somewhat of a smile in. If you didn't get a smile in, you're a hater. That's just on period. No, no, no. Um, But for real, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram, which is Step Into My Life. And you can always leave a comment under a post, a picture, um just anything just you know stay connected i love you guys so much and i will talk to y'all in the next episode bye